something that we've missed over the past couple of years, you know. And is that kind of something that Pipe and Live have looked at? The whole social side of it? A hundred percent. It's like, um, I think all the music that we play like, relies on this. You know, it's Aye. like, we all love the music and we all love, you know, competition and, and concerts, but actually, this is what, you know, yeah. is at the heart of it, you know, as you say, socialising your friends, people you might not have seen for a year or a couple of years, and it really is special, I think, it's you kind of we forget that whole kind of family thing of piping and, and music here, so it's, it's really important to us. 
hundred percent. If anything, I've already took like a half dozen selfies, by the way, which is awesome. Thank you. <laughs> so yeah, it's just brilliant. The whole social element of the event, you know, it's a massive deal, but. That's not taken away from the music because you have quite a lineup still to come in the festival. We have, yes. I we've got um, a great concert starting actually in twenty minutes or so upstairs with uh, David Shedden, who's celebrating the life of uh, Donald McPherson. Um, and it's uh, again, you know, it's a lovely thing to put on. Um, it would have been uh, Donald would have been a hundred this year, so they're kind of celebrating his life and legacy. Yes. Um, and tonight we've got the Lone the Borders Piper Society upstairs. Some really interesting different music, um, and yeah, just the, the whole, the, the full thing, lunchtime recitals, it's, it feels very much back to, back to kind of normal or whatever that is, you know. Normality, indeed, but there's one thing uh, really for folk living internationally now, they can join in online, the online element was kept up, was that like an active decision for you folk? It was, yeah, I mean, obviously, we've done some online stuff for, for quite a long time, um, but in 2019, um, Obviously, everything had to be fully online, so we only had three or four events upstairs in the, in the centre, which were all the only type of live was live streamed. Yeah. Um, and then last year, we were on the kind of blended model where the, on the Monday of Pipe and Live last year was when the restrictions lifted. But of course, from a planning side of things, we had to plan for the restrictions and, and have different things in place. So we all also live streamed everything that happened last year, and then this year. We think it's now it's very much part of Titan Live moving forward. Um, for loads of different reasons, it's like everyone who supported us online over the last couple of years, they deserve, you know, they need to still have that access online, and we, we feel it's kind of respectful to them, and it brings our reach much further if we can not live stream everything, but a really good selection of the festival. So it's, it's something that we definitely hope to continue with. That's it, and a good load of our listeners to the pod actually will be international folks who can't make it, so yeah, it's fantastic for them to be able to enjoy such a thing. So, Finley, the future for Pipe and Live is looking very bright. Any plans and stuff for next year? Can you give us any sneak peeks or anything? Well, it's the 20th it Pipe is, and Live one. next year, so yeah. we're already thinking about what we can put in place, but um, nothing set in stone, but we've got some fairly big ideas that will um, come to fruition. But <laughs> I can't see any more than that at the moment, but um, yeah, just more of the same really. It's like, I think this, this setup works, I think having the street cafe like this really works and, um, you know, we'll, we'll constantly kind of analyse the programme and, and review what we can do and take feedback, but mm. I think the model really works, but we might be looking at a, a nice 20th anniversary celebration in some way. Ah, perfect. Well, I'm looking forward to it. You folks looking forward to it as well? There you go. So, many thanks, Finley, for joining us. Okay, thanks, Rob. Really appreciate it. Thank you. Cheers. Enjoy your day, everyone. Cheers. There you are. Finley McDonald, everyone. Okay, well, I have to welcome Deej and James back onto the stage for a very good reason. Now, this is the time where they sit up here and they start to sweat. Because I don't know if you know, but our podcast has a Patreon thing. Patreon page where basically supporters of the podcast can like give us a few quid for a few extra bits. And uh, we have asked our Patreon audience to give us questions for these guys. <laughs> Some of them are class. I can't wait for this. So are you ready to sweat then, lads? I've got questions on this clipboard for you. Now, you can join in as well, by the way. If you have an answer, feel free to shout it. All right. I'm going to start with Deej with this one. 
What's a tune or a set that you don't look forward to hearing on the grass? <laughs> Highland Wedding is a good one. Yeah, that's been played like a thousand times. Lord Alexander? That's another one. Yeah. DJ, I can see your cogs going around here, mate. It's too many. Because <laughs> you're involved in teaching in that as well, so you're bound to hear the same tune every day, over and over. Aye, this year it's been Lovely Stornoway. Oh, I see, it's... right. Anybody know that one? Lovely Stornoway, there you go. I'd never heard it before January. It was a new piping tune I brought it in. Now you're humming it in your sleep? Oh, it's horrendous. Um, <laughs> I'll go with Susan McLeod on the grass. Susan McLeod? I actually like that tune. Anybody else like Susan McLeod or just me? Uh, get some fans in. There you go. James, what about yourself, mate? Any tunes that you're sick of hearing? Hmm. I think you probably hit the nail on the head. Like, the likes of, like, Highland Wedding, yeah. all that there. Like, don't get me wrong, great tunes. But I think they've maybe been overplayed a wee bit. Give them a rest for a couple of years and then, then bring them back. We'll have the desired impact. Can you tell why he's a Rab Show team member? He can dance on the fence rightly, can't he? There you are. Fair play, James. Well, I have left quite a difficult question for you then, sir, James. So, what annoys you the most when attending a competition? What would be your pet peeve? Ticket prices. Oh, ticket prices. That's a good one. Done the fact, mate. Done the fact, man. I'm a competitor. We get in for free. We're all right. No, well, obviously, like, depends what competition you go to. Like, obviously, like, local games and stuff. I don't know about over here, but especially at home are usually free but as you guys said ticket prices mm. sometimes can maybe seem a wee bit questionable the prices so that's one yep. um, the weather mainly I mean hopefully this week will this not is be. amazing yeah. yeah I mean pipe pipe band folk probably can't be pleased when it comes to weather oh it's raining can't play pipes sunny, sunny. too can't hot play. for pipes yeah. but <laughs> drum, drum majors are the same we're all the same so probably the weather is the main thing especially living in the UK so, Deej, have you got a pet peeve, mate, when you're attending competitions? No signal. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> the, amount, the amount of complaints we get is just unreal. Oh, man, we have been battling against it this season. Any of you folk experienced that? Where, yeah, we attend and try to stream and no, phone just says no. Aye, I have to agree, yeah. Well, lads, I can trouble you. We've got a whole big list here, but I'll trouble you after with that. But, yeah, thanks to everyone on Patreon for submitting these questions. A lot of them I couldn't read. <clears throat> uh, but, yeah, less said about that, the better. Okay, I think we'll move on to our next guest then, lads. But thank you for joining us. We'll bring you back towards the end of the show. Thank you, guys. I just love how diplomatic they are. That was brilliant. <laughs> Indeed, I. Right, okay, on to our next act then. Well... Welcome to the stage, Ben Duncan.
my word. <laughs> wow. Ben Duncan, everybody. That was amazing. Thank you. Wow. <laughs> what do you all think of that, first of all? Did you enjoy that? Not bad. I'm going to give you a minute to get your breath back, but I need to ask you about the chanter. I'm going to ask you real geeky questions about your setup here, but what chanter are you playing there, Ben? Yeah, yeah, it's a, a G1 Gold G1 Gold chanter. Oh, it is? Oh, it that is, was uh, a happy yeah. accident then, yeah, isn't going. it? G1! Hey, let's get a cheer for G1. There you go. So, for those of you who don't know who Ben is, do you want to give a little bit of a background and uh, obviously a pipe major of a band and give them a bit of a shout too? Yeah, yeah. So, um, I'm Ben Duncan from Edinburgh. I started playing pipes at the age of four. Four, there. Um, aye. Yeah, been at it a wee while. <laughs> um, and I'm currently the pipe major of the Royal Scottish Green Guards. Royal well, Scottish Green Guards, oh. give them a shout. Yeah. Woo! <laughs> um, there you are. So, heading into this weekend, then, how's the band's preparations been? You looking forward to the championship? Um, ah, it's been going all right. It's been, it's been fine. It's just, just okay. Ah, He's so relaxed. <laughs> plugging away. Plugging just away, plugging away, yeah. yeah. And how's your festival been for Pipe and Life? Um, pretty good. Good so far. Yeah. Had a little, uh, a little tune on Monday and then another wee recital today and, and this. So. Ah, That's it. Good. Busy man. Well, if anything, I want to wish everyone there at the Royal Scottish Green Guards the best of luck this Thank upcoming weekend. Have Thanks. a good tune. And yeah, keep up the fantastic work. Yeah. Thanks Cheers. so much, Ben, for joining us. Thank you. Cheers, Ralph. Thanks. Ben Duncan, everybody. Do you wish piping could be fun again? Bagpipers around the world continue to struggle with their instrument, despite hours of hard work trying to get better. Bagpiping should be fulfilling. Your hard work should pay off, showing improvement and the freedom to express yourself musically. Or why do it? The Dojo University believe every piper should be able to free themselves from musical frustration, proven over more than a decade of successful teaching and accessible anywhere with an internet connection. The Dojo is unlike any other bagpipe learning experience in the world. Let the Dojo channel your enthusiasm into a fun and fulfilling program that will empower you with the knowledge to fall in love with piping all over again. So go to dojouniversity.com forward slash big rab and take advantage of our 30-day free trial of Dojo Premium Membership. Join the global community of students today and rediscover the fun of bagpiping. dojouniversity.com forward slash big rab for a 30-day free trial. Excellent stuff, not bad. So, we do have another guest lined up. I just see him in the wings there. All set to go? Aye? All right. Everyone, <laughs> please welcome to the stage, Dan Nevins. There you are. Not a bad way to come to the stage. Yeah. Do you want to grab that mic there, Dan? Yep, got you. Here I am. How's things, mate? Are you well? Um, I am I'm like good cheese. I'm just sweating a little bit all the time. That's roasting in here, isn't it? 
Aye. Aye. I thought that was cheese themed. You do love your cheese I do anecdotes, like your cheese related ideas. Absolutely. Did I ever ask you what your famous cheese was? I'm not telling you. Really? Yeah, because I hate that is question. This... That's why. Oh, right. <laughs> it's a very personal thing what your favourite cheese is. Uh, I'll okay. tell you what my house cheese is, though. Oh, what's that? So if you come over to my gaff, none of you are invited, but if you do come over <laughs> to my gaff for like cheese and wine and a nice meal, mm. uh, I will have Wednesdaydale with apricot on the table. Oh, excuse me. Uh, it sounds uh, fancy, but it's available everywhere. It's a very generic, low uh, energy, like nice evening cheese. But An not, evening cheese. There you go. But it's not your wee craft cheese like triangles, you know that? Yeah. No, do you not think they're the most functional way of getting cheese in your body, though? That's, well, that's a, <laughs> no, that's a triangle. Getting cheese in your body. Sorry, <laughs> that's not putting that. Hey, who'd have thought? Come to Pipe and Live and talk about cheese. There you go. Well, in the past three days, I've exhausted every possible topic about piping pipe bands and I'm the sure. ideas around it. Yeah. Well, first of all, I have to hold you responsible for making me a Peabrook fan. All right. By the way, I'm, I'm sorry. Is, is, is that the police here already? Oh, well, I think so. Has anybody uh, else read Dan's book, Peabrook is for Everyone? A silence fell a across silence. the room. Wow. Oh, there's a few. There you oh, go. There you go. It. Yeah, perfect. Well, I have read it twice now. And yeah, I honestly, as a drummer, hated Peabrook music, right? I'll, I'll put myself out. I didn't like it at all. And then I read your book, and I kind of got an understanding for it and kind of got the gist of it. Does that make sense? I, and you know, it's, it's always kind of heartwarming to hear that sort of stuff. Like, um, I, I, I'm like a piper's piper. I'm not like uh, you know, seventh son of a seventh son or anything like that. <laughs> um, so, like, I grew up probably. In fact, Ben Duncan was here a minute ago. Mm. Ben Duncan was my pipe major in the first national youth pipe band ever. Mm. Uh, and like Ben, we Ali. Kyle, like there were certain guys in it where you went, they're going to be a big deal. Uh, and then it came to me and they went, he might in years to come remember that he hung about with folk that were a big deal. <laughs> um, so for me, like to this point in my career, to be you know, part of the greatest pedagogical force in the art form, to be part of the longest serving grade one band still in existence, God's Own Shots and Dykehead Caledonia. Let's hear from the boys in the back. Oh, the shots. That's the stuff. Uh, and, and to like, have written a book, have like, hosted things, to have performed all over the world, it's a massive deal. But the thing about Peabrook was, in a house I grew up in, my father played four Peabrooks reasonably well, but it was very much monkey see, monkey do. There was no sense of understanding. Yeah. And, uh, well, I'm just going to plug it here now. It's available in the shop. If you've got any questions you've had about Peabrook that you couldn't find an answer to, are in that book. Not about how to play it, but why we do things the way we do them. That's it. It's the why. Do you know what I mean? And for us drummers, sitting listening to the 20-minute Peabrook, you know, and then we kind of eventually find out, why is it 20 minutes long? Do you know what I mean? <laughs> it's a very long, drawn-out explanation. <laughs> but it, it's what's funny about it, and this is actually the beautiful thing, and, and even you can find allegories to this in what we are doing this week. You know, Piping Live grew up around the World Pipe Band Championships, but through the festival you get the chance to experience other cultures of bagpipes from around the world. Peabrook finds its musical roots, not its performance roots, but its musical roots, in like the music of the far-off Mediterranean about, well, the best part of 7,000 years ago. Mm -hmm. Uh, So, I mean, we're talking about some real old ideas... Yeah. But yet, we're, they're still alive today in this form. In fact, you know, we had the, the um, competing league for amateur solo pipers is competing all the way to do this. 
this week, all the grades are competing, I should say, and they're playing Peabrook. The opportunities to perform Peabrook are mostly competitive, but more and more we're starting to see avenues where we can. Um, one of the things I'm trying to push in the new year is to hold an event that's all about contemporary Peabrook as a sort of... Um, what would you call it? The reverse side of the coin to the Peabrook Society's Saint Cecilia event. Event, yeah. Aye, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, so it's kind of the flip of that. If you know yeah, I mean. like yeah. I wanted to. Well, I want to put together an event that t- says to composers, "Give me a Peabrook that you've written in the past decade." Because they take a bit of time to write and perfect. That's yeah. fair enough. Yeah. Uh, and most of the classic canon, you're talking like. 300 years went by before we got what we'd consider the finished article and there's certainly plenty of debate about what the finished article is. But to say to them, look, here's an opportunity to A, get your pieces performed in front of an audience, B, give your scores to an audience and C, start a dialogue about contemporary Peabrook. A dirty word in Peabrook is modern. Oh, don't be saying that <laughs> in this stage now. It's not panto season No, no, yet. no, no, no. Um, <laughs> Aye, but I say that it's a dirty word because it's modern. Is folks say, "Oh, modern Peabrooks like Captain John McClellan." Captain John passed away in 1993. <laughs> you know, so like they were starting to air the first episodes of Fresh, The Fresh Prince of Bel Air, yeah. and Captain John was no longer with us. <laughs> and Colin McClellan, who's the kind of um, the curator of his father's work, would be the first person to say to you that the the revolution. In Peabrook came from Donald McLeod and Captain John writing and performing their own stuff, having the authority of having two gold medals and clasps and all that sort of stuff. But that doesn't mean that we individuals, you know, as you look at your phones, you know, wondering how you've got your hashtag PL22, all that sort of stuff, how you can contribute. Write a melody, put some variations towards it. You don't have to be good at it first time. But you will develop it and you'll find opportunities to perform those melodies. And God knows here at the Python Centre, we will try to find those opportunities for you, whether it's competitively or in concert. Ah, fantastic stuff. Dan, I have to say thanks for joining us on the pod this week. And uh, if anything, do you want to finish up with giving us a tune then before you say cheerio? Yeah, sure. I've decided to um, bore you all senseless with uh, five of my own tunes. So I'm going to play you two strips, two reels and a hornpipe. Uh, the first display is Peabrook themed um, it's called the Open Peabrook and it's based on a Fiscalcha variation um, so if you know what that is great if you don't my book is available in the shop it explains all these things um, love that the, the second tune is a tune I wrote a few years ago for my good friend erstwhile colleague and um, potential distant relative Dr Andrew Bova who's somewhere around it it's just called Dr Andrew Bova and the reels are a, a friend of mine uh, I went to uni with, he was a music student, became a police officer. He, he investigates serious crimes in London. He works for the Metropolitan Police. McDonald of the Met, a reel for a man from North Carolina called In the Name of Big Seamus, and a hornpipe dedicated to Tenants Light. That's the gluten free Tenants Lager. Uh, it's called the Big Juicy. So I'll get these things going and, and we'll, we'll get it get it That's going. That's a cracking name for a tune there, the Big Juicy. I love that. There you go. So, aye, shameless plug. If you haven't got Dan's book, by the way, do yourself a favour. And there's also another book on the way, Dan, as well, isn't there? Yes, Rabbi, I've written one-fourteenth of the next book. One-fourteenth, <laughs> precisely. Aye. Yeah, it's something that's probably a little more um, 
digestible for most pipers. I'm writing a book about pipe bands called Pipe Bands Are For Everyone. Yeah. And it's, uh, the thesis is, why do we do things the way we do them? And the idea is to explain, every, co- every time you sat on the bus on the way back for a contest saying, that's not how things should be, you should be doing it this way, that's how it should be like, that's not right. Uh. I'm going to try to spend 200 pages explaining to you why things are the way they are in an effort to, in the future, arm you to change the things to allow them to be what you want them to be. There you go. Grant, well, that should be interesting. I'll be picking that up for sure. You'll have to keep us posted on that. I I will do, I will do. That's that's how I sell books, mainly. Um, But in the meantime, you can critique my technique as I go through these five tunes that I've tried to make myself. I have my clipboard here and all ready, Dan, so... Yeah. (laughs) There you are. On you go, Dan Nelt.
Wow, that was smashing. Dan Evans, everybody. Thank you, Dan. Wallace Bagpipes. Quality, pride and passion. Made in Scotland. Proud bagpipe supplier to the Red Hot Chili Pipers. Visit wallacebagpipes.com for more information or contact your nearest dealer. The British Drum Company is driven by their passion to create the finest marching drums for those who recognise and value the highest of standards. The Axial Series is the British Drum Company's flagship pipe band range. Axial's distinctive aesthetic owes much to its X-frame cage system. This futuristic hardware is designed to complement all of the amazing shell finishes on offer, such as the Phantom, Smoked Walnuts, and the very popular Merlin finishes, of which there are three new additions for 2022, Platinum, Violet, and Emerald. The bass and tenors now come with Georgian oak hoops, which feature their head stress management system, and wide mass claws for all-round better tension across the heads. The British Drum Company's Axial Series is innovation defined, designed and engineered for you to look amazing, sound amazing and feel amazing. McLennan Bagpipes by North Carolina artisan bagpipe maker Roddy McLennan from Euston, Scotland. They don't strive to be the biggest, fastest or the cheapest. They do, however, meticulously craft a small number of warm and stable sounding instruments of heirloom quality. Roddy has followed this philosophy for over 30 years and continues to evolve with innovations like the Elevation Chanter. Designed with North American bands in mind, providing a lower pitch, rich harmonics and strong, clear projection, Elevation Chanters provide a stable platform for a thick band sound. Check out BespokeBagpipes.com for more information. McLaren Bagpipes, born in Scotland, made in the USA. Thanks a million. Okay, well, is everybody enjoying that? That was pretty awesome, wasn't it? There you go. And here, I didn't get a chance to ask you what chanter is that. What chanter is that, Dan? What chanter are you playing? Ah. Oh, I see. Okay, there you go. Good man, thank you. <laughs> All right, well, next up, we'll keep the tunes coming, I think. Please welcome to the stage, Kieran Ross. So we'll have to get all plugged in here and get set up, but, uh, right. See, this is a habit of mine. I always check everyone's chanter, and I, I'm seeing I'm seeing a big G1 on the side of that. There you go. Going to hit me? Yeah, I think you have to plug in here. Right. So when these lads are sorting out sound, I think I want to give a bit of a shout for folk in the crowd. Now I'm recognising a few faces from some bands. So uh, let me see. Anybody from Tully Lagenpipe Band in the room? There's one or two. There you go. Anyone from Kloss Kelp? Yeah! Two. There you go. Any other bands in the room? Do you want to shout out? I think Isle of Islay down the back. Club Martin! Club Hello! There you go. Any other bands in the room? There you go. Nice to see you. Hey, there you go. Good to see you, man. How you doing? The what? Sorry. Boxburn. Hey, there you go. There's a lot of bands represented here for sure. Alright, here's Kieran Ross. 
Oh, that was smashing. You know, I'm going to have to get one more off you. All right. <laughs> You're asking, one more? Okay. Yeah. What do you think? Will we give him another tune? Yeah. yeah. You up for another one then? Aye. Yeah, happy days. Go on yeah. ahead, mate. Aye. Let her rip, sure. Go for a set of waltz and a few real sprays on.
my word. <laughs> Kieran, that was awesome. So I've got just enough time to give you, let you have a little plug of your website, mate. So uh, for anyone that's looking information on your book and any of your playing, do you want to tell us about your points of contact and stuff or where folk can check you out? Yeah, so um, uh, the first set there was uh, all of my own tunes, um, which you can find on my new book, uh, Cross Music, Volume 1. Um, which was a kind of a, a lockdown task. Yeah. Um, so that's on my, my website, which is uh, crossbagpipes.com. Um, and all the tunes I played there are in the book. Um, and yeah, it was kind of a, a lockdown task, that one. They are fantastic. So be sure to check out the website and that. Tons of blistering tunes. And uh, any more videos coming in as well? I'm a huge fan of your video work. Yeah. Any more in the pipeline? Pardon yeah, the pun. Have you, have you a few, actually, to be fair? Uh, see, I love that. There you go. So, ladies and gentlemen, Kieran Ross. Thank you very much. Thank Cheers. you, Kieran. Thank you, man. All right, well, we know that this is a piping festival, but uh, you guys all know that I'm a drummer. Oh, I hear some booze down the by. Yeah, and then, oh, I'm getting this as well. And Oh, my goodness, right. I think it's about time we bring some drumming to piping live. What do you think? Uh, some fans of it, some not. Well, we're going to convince you. Please welcome Stu Warrington from the British Drum Company. How's it going? Well, yeah, the stage is a bit of a mess, but uh, we'll not keep you for too long. But the reason we have you here is because I believe there's a bit of a, a tent thing happening down at the Worlds over the weekend. What about right? Yeah, so we've uh, we've gone bigger and better than last time for those that came. Uh, and so the tents, I think, some like uh, 12 meters by 10. So we've we've Oof. completely fitted it out. Uh, and I think we've got some like 40 drums on on display for people to have a look at. How many? About 40. Yeah. 40. Oh, right, okay. <laughs> I thought you said 14. So 40. <laughs> Dang. So these guys have been working on the axial line then, really? Uh, they're actually still worlds. working. <laughs> Are they still working now? Wow, okay. So I have to admit, I've had a little bit of a sneak peek of maybe some of them that might be there. And uh, I had to get myself a bib. These things are beautiful. So, yeah, is this something that British Drum Co. work on, is the finishes of their drums? Yeah, so this year we've got the, uh, the new finishes. We, we, we've, we've changed the range slightly. Uh, and we've also got a, a new product, which is called ExoSkin, which I won't go into too much, but it just uh, right. changes the, the enhancement of the drum, uh, which you'll see. Uh, ExoSkin? When, yeah, so it, the visual, right. it changes the visual of, of the drum. So, hmm. you know, the, the, the normal... Uh, Axial drum, you see, it's slightly yeah. changed on, on the hardware by this, this addition oh, of the, the exoskin. Right, I have to check this. You don't actually have one here with you, but it's down in the park. Yeah, there's plenty right. there. There you go. So is anybody going down to the Worlds this weekend? Yeah, there's a few <laughs> of you, yeah. So uh, be sure to check out the British Drum Co. tent. Now, I did say we're bringing some drumming to Pipe and Live, and uh, one of your artists is about to join us on stage he here. He is indeed, yeah. I think if he's about sneaking around the back there. He's playing one of these new ones that I have been famously quoted on the podcast as calling them sexy. Yeah. I don't know what to say to that. But <laughs> they are. Yeah, so so. They, yeah this is one of our uh, wood veneers. So, you know, so one thing we, we, we can do is we, you know, we, the choice of wood veneers rather than just the, the glitters and the sparkles, yes. we, we can really emphasise the, you know, the different uh, exotic woods we can get hold of. Uh, so where do you get a load of this? So welcome to the stage, Stephen Sheridan. Look at this thing, that's amazing. That's a, yes, do you want to tell us about this finish first of all? Like, what is this called? So we, we've got two finishes that are very similar. In, <laughs> Stevie's got one with Hawthorne, and right. obviously with uh, Police Scotland Federation Pipe Band. Yes. So we've got Silver Tulip Burst and Sterling Silver Burst. 
it's, it's beautiful, like, do you know? It's like something you'd want to take a selfie with. <laughs> do you know? So what's it like playing it? Like, is, is it, you know, a good enough drum to play? Oh, it's great. Yeah, we absolutely love them. Um, we're getting a, a really good sound at them now as well. Yeah. And, um, yeah, it's just a piece, of, a piece of artwork almost, you know? See that? And that, with having a drum like that, are you feared to hit it? Do you know what I mean? Like, I'd be afraid to break it or something. <laughs> absolutely not. Absolutely not. <laughs> like, just wail on it anyway. Well, I think we should get a performance from Stevie. What do you think? Yeah! Yeah? Let's get some drumming. All right, do you want to take center stage then, mate? And we'll hit the go button here. I'm just going to move off the stage. <laughs> All righty. Good to go, man. All right. Welcome, Stephen Shedden.
wow. Not bad at all. Let's hear it for Stevie Shannon. <laughs> so, yeah, anybody heading down to the park this weekend, definitely consider checking out the British Drum Co. tent. There'll be a few surprises in there with 40 drums. Dang, I wasn't expecting that. So there you go. Grant, well, at this point, we're pretty much out of time. But I have to say thank you, everyone, for joining us this week for the Rap Show podcast. It's been a pleasure being here. But we're not finished. I did say at the start of the show that we're doing a prize draw for two tickets for Inverary tonight. Everybody get tickets? Yeah? Right. Well, the way we're going to decide this is we have two teams, and they're going to take part in a wee quiz. And you guys can shout out the answers and help them. And then the winner of the quiz will pick the draw. All right? So can I bring... Deej and James back on stage again. Welcome them back again. And then can we have our guests who were on before? Like, you guys want to come back on? Join in on a quiz? Thank you, sir. So uh, these questions have all been developed over time. And uh, some of them are easy. Some are definitely not easy. Uh, but James is a team captain for one, and Deej is team captain for the other. So, Stevie, do you want to go with James? Just to we sort ourselves out. Don, do you want to join us in a quiz, mate? Do you want to join us in a quiz? Yeah. Hi. Kieran, you too, mate. Come on ahead. Hi, bring your pints with you, hi. <laughs> so, Dan, you're with James, and Kieran, you're with Stevie and Deitch. All right. Okay, so you get five questions to each team. Now, this is audience participation. Please do shout out the answers if you know, all right? All right. There's Ben. Hi, Ben. How's it going, mate? Uh, you get to pick a team. Pick a, there you go. <laughs> all right, so I'm going to start with Team Deej. All right, and as I say, you guys can shout out the answer. First question. What year did Shots and Dykehead do the big turnaround and face the crowd with their medley performance at the Worlds? What was the year? Going ahead, what's the... Anybody else know? They're still... They've got two answers here. They're debating amongst themselves. Shout it out if you guys know, by the way. Shout. Go on, Deej. They're telling me 2009. Uh, no, it's 2008. No, you're right. There you go. All right, question two. Question two for Deej's team. What bands what band are celebrating their 135th anniversary this year and are the oldest competing band in the world? The crowd shouting to you there. 135th. Deej, what's your answer, mate? I have to press you. Wollaston. There you go, it is Wollaston, yes. One point for Deej. All right, next one. Uh, what is the full name of the Peabrook? <laughs> That's what Dan. <laughs> what is the full name of the Peabrook Scottish Power played in their number one medley in 2018? That's one for the people who know their stats and stuff. Any clue? Uh, no, I did think that. Patrick. No, it's not. It's Lament for Mary McLeod. Ah, there you go. <laughs> All right, question four then. Under pipe major Ian McClellan, Strathclyde won 12 world championships. We all know that. But how many worlds did they win in the 80s out of a possible 10? How many? (laughs) 
So in the 80s, Strathclyde Police had 10 years in that decade. How many world championships did they win during that decade? Any idea? I'm getting a shout there. Six. Okay. Any advance on six? Any decrease from six? Six and a half? <laughs> I will go with six. Uh, it's nine, believe it or not. Nine out of the ten years. There you go. Final question for Team Deitch. I think he's only got one point so far, lads. <laughs> Might be the winning point, though. We know. All right. This is, feel free to shout out, by the way. Who is the only piper in history to win the Peabrook in the clasp in the Northern Meeting and also to lead a grade one pipe band to win the Worlds? Stuart Little. Do you, want to, do you want me to give you that question again? Because nobody in the audience shouted out either. The Piper who win the Peabrick in the clasp at the Northern Meeting and then went on to lead a grade one band to win the Worlds. I'm not saying anything. Does anybody else out here have a clue? No? Uh, no, no. <laughs> Go on ahead. Give me a guess at least. Go ahead. Hey, they're not saying Stuart though. No, no. It's Bill Livingston. Yeah, Bill Livingston. I was going to give you a bonus point, by the way, if anyone could tell me the name of Bill Livingston's book. No. Ooh, do you want to take that answer, DJ? Yes, we'll take the one. Preposterous sales to. Yeah, there you go. So you got two points. Point but yeah, right. well done, DJ. <laughs> All right then, on to Team James. You're sweating, lads. Question one. What year did the 78th Frasers play a record 30 Pipers at the World Championships? Uh, 2008. Well done. There you go. One point. 2008. (laughs) (laughs) You're giving Dan the mic now. Okay. (laughs) Question two. What band was featured recently on the Big Rab Show podcast and they're celebrating their 90th anniversary and they played at the opening of the Golden Gate Bridge? This is the question that Deej wrote, so he can't answer it, by the way. They celebrated their 90th anniversary, and they played at the opening of the Golden Gate Bridge, and they're on the Rab Show podcast. We're going to see some band be San Francisco. Uh, are we going to take that? Will we take that? Some band free San Francisco? Yes, we'll take that answer. I will take it. Okay, yeah. It's the Irish Pipers pipe band from San Francisco, yeah. Ah, to be fair, that's a pretty confusing answer, isn't it? It is. A <laughs> All right, question three. According to Wikipedia, what year did the Pipe and Live Festival begin? Yeah, it's, it's 2003. Pipe and Hawk was 2003. There you go. 2003, correct. I'd like to point out I know some of these answers because I was there. Yeah, me too. <laughs> <laughs> All right, question four. This is one for the drummers in the room, if anyone listening. Uh, let me see. Who holds the record for the most consecutive senior world solo drumming championship wins? So, senior world solo drumming consecutive wins. This is a tough one. It's the consecutive wins. We're not talking about wins overall, we're talking about consecutive. Any thoughts from the crowd? Any idea? Getting a few shots. We shouts. are going to see. Yeah. Steve McWhorter. Steve McWhorter, yes. Bang on. Yeah. There you go. I think you guys have won, but I'll give you your final question anyway. I can give this to all of you then, why not? What year did the two day format of the World Championships begin? Uh, 2012. Mm. Well, we get disqualified and then you play the Friday. 
Okay, you're saying 2013. 2013, yeah. After that, no Although we did there. get the score in 2012. No, <laughs> no point there, but there is a bonus point available if you do want it. So can you tell me who won the Worlds in that year? Field Marshal Montgomery. Bingo, there you go. <laughs> so I think Team James won. Give him a round of applause. <laughs> Not bad, but thanks guys for taking part. There you go. Alrighty, so everyone look at your ticket saying you could potentially win two tickets to Inverary tonight. And if you do get drawn, then please do come and see us here at the top of the stage. I have this, the tickets in my back pocket. Alright, so who's going to do the draw here? Stu or Dan or James? Go ahead, Dan. Dip in there, mate. Who have we got? Dig deep. 276 to 280. 276 to 280. Have we got a winner? Hey, give him a round of applause there. Fantastic. Great stuff. So you're coming to see Inverary tonight then. Happy days. Well, everyone here at Pipe and Live, I have to say a massive thank you for having us at the Big Rab Show podcast. Uh, you can download us everywhere. Do you want to tell folk where they can get it, James? Spotify. There you go. Spotify, Google Podcasts, everywhere. Just type it in, Big Rab Show Podcast. And uh, This episode actually will be released in a few weeks' time. Uh, unless you're supporting us on Patreon and you'll get it early. So, Deej, how was your Pipe and Live experience, mate? you enjoy it? It's toasty. That's warm in here, isn't it? Aye. Uh, <laughs> I think there, may be, there might be a beer or two had. Yeah. James, what about yourself, mate? I was thinking the same, a bit warm. Um, but I think it was good. Uh, a bit of music for everyone. A bit of hyping, a bit of drumming, a bit of chatting. So, I think you've, I think you've done well. Yeah. Just all enjoy the show. Yeah. Happy days. Well, please let Pipe and Knife know we might be back next year. <laughs> well, if you're, yeah, if you're posting photos or videos of that, please go for it. But make sure tag us in it so we see it, so we know what's up, and we'll share it all over the place. Thank you, Pipe and Live. See you again. That's it for another Big Rab Show podcast. Thanks so much for downloading this week. And a special thank you to our sponsor, G1 Reads. Played by bands around the world, they are the champion's choice. Played by two-time world champions in Vararian District. Don't forget to check out thebigrabshow.com to be kept up to date with all the latest news and views from the piping world. And also check us out on Patreon. For five bucks a month, you can get your hands on tons of extra piping goodness part of the Patreon faithful. So until next week, guys, we'll see you right here on the Big Rab Show podcast. All the best. 